She said she ready. She's been recording. Oh, oh it's on. Yeah, it's yeah, on. So stuff got Go in y'all eyes while the thing was doing. <laughs> That's what I've been trying to say the whole time. Guess my therapeutic voice wasn't good. Therapy is a safe space for us both to grow. Mm. There's nothing that empowers me more with our community than just being who I am. Yeah. Hey everyone, what's up? Hey. Ema, how you doing? What's up? What's up? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. Hopefully all of our viewers are well. It's good to see you guys. How was your week? Long. Okay. Long, but good. Good. You did a lot of good things this week, so I'm vibing. That's awesome. Trina? Same. Pretty long week. A lot of festivities, so I enjoyed that, but a very long week. Awesome. I feel you guys. So we're back for another episode, and today we're talking about healthy relationships. Probably a big topic that a lot of people in our personal lives, whether it's clients, friends, or mm -hmm. ourselves, um, have talked about. Yeah. Are we excited about that topic? Yeah, because... There's relationships like in everything that we do, mm -hmm. work, family, yeah. romantic relationships, friendships. So we can go all day about that topic. That's yeah. real. Yeah. And it's very complex, too, because there's so many different ways to go about it, dynamics, all of that. So I think it will be interesting just for everyone to really hear. Awesome. So I wanted to start uh, today's episode about healthy relationships, talking about like what is a relationship? Are you talking about like the definition definition? Yeah, like what is a relationship? Because I feel like there's so many different things going on right now where it's like, I don't know what we are, but it's a thing. So if we just define from our personal, you know, it doesn't have to be Webster, but our personal beliefs on what a relationship is, at least in our personal lives. I would say it's a mutual connection between two individuals with a common interests whether it's family so we got to be interested in each other whether it's romantic or friendships there's usually a common interest yeah yeah i think it's like a layered dynamic because there's different types of relationships there's work relationships um there's people who just have similarities like oh we go to starbucks at the same time type of relationship you know so mm. it's just like like trina said common interest and just similarities and there's layers to it it doesn't have to be one thing or another yeah. All of it. Yeah. And I would say too, like uh intentional interaction between um two or more parties. Yes, for right? sure. Intentional interaction mm -hmm. with two or more parties. And I think the biggest thing is intentionality. Mm -hmm. Right. And so now we talk about like healthy and I know it's a big people are like these big topics. I think we talked about it maybe in our second or third episode yeah. about like toxic, right? Yeah. In this term. Like it's a buzz term, but mm -hmm. now we're talking about healthy. So we already got an idea of like what relationships are based mm -hmm. off of what we feel. Mm -hmm. What is healthy relationships? I'm big on body work, right? So like tattoos. <laughs> oh my bad. Tattoos. <laughs> my bad. Tattoos. <laughs> Very work, big right. on tattoos. You know that's funny because I'm talking to this guy and I told him I was like, you know, like people show love and connection with tattoos. Mm -hmm. So like, what's up? Right, and, you know, I'm not being serious, but I just kind of wanted to see what his head was at. So body yeah. work, no, for real, ah. tap my name on you, because I'm. That's when I know tap it's my real. Name on my, your on the so I know it's real. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, what type of body work we talking about? What type of body work we talking about? Body work, as in like connecting with yourself, 
there's some people who I feel completely safe with. And when I mean safe, like I don't have any anxiety in my chest. There's no part of me in my body that's saying like guard. Mm -hmm. And then there's some people where I get a little anxiety or like a little, "Eh, I can't tell you everything, you know, like, so I always say like, pay attention to your body and that'll help you know what a healthy relationship is. You know, it'll help you understand yourself. Like if, Every time I'm with that person, I'm fine and I feel calm and safe. But when they leave, I feel anxious. What's going on with me? Is that abandonment? If I have abandonment in that relationship, is it really healthy for me? Mm-hmm. You know, okay. so doing that deeper work. Okay. Anything you wanted to add? Yeah, I think reciprocity. Mm-hmm. Um, a healthy relationship has reciprocity. We have to both be getting something out of the deal. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we can talk about family, like a mother to daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. Um you know, am I serving in my position as a daughter? Yeah. Are you serving your position as a mother? Mm-hmm. And that makes us have a healthy relationship. So yeah. reciprocity for sure. Yeah. Okay. Now, I don't know how personal y'all are willing to get. Okay. I mean, if we're going to be here, we might as well be honest with the well viewers, right? Hey, and it, with, our, with each can. other. Yeah. As I live it, I give it. it as is. my dog always says. Yeah. <laughs> so can we just use a couple minutes and talk about our unhealthy relationships in the past which ones we got all of them (laughs) um let's start with friendships girl i had some unhealthy friendships and not saying the people are unhealthy or toxic but the dynamic yes right sure and so can you talk a little bit about maybe a friendship in particular what made it unhealthy for you i think it's the constant trying to please that person or that person people pleasing me on unbeknownst to me, of course, and then getting upset that I couldn't give them what they were looking for, but they didn't communicate it. Mm-hmm. I think communication is a very big thing when it comes to friendships and having it be healthy and be stable. So I'm not responsible for your uncommunicated needs. And if you're doing something for me willingly and I ain't ask you for it, don't ask. That's the key thing. I did not ask you. <laughs> At all. Now, I ain't call. I ain't send a text, a passenger pigeon, whatever the hell they call it. I ain't did none of that. <laughs> you know about a passenger pigeon? I mean, I just pigeon. whatever pigeon. Bird, whatever back in the day, little bird, a little Uber, Uber give the mail. Oh, yeah. Okay. I ain't send none of that. <laughs> so, Uber, that's too <laughs> <laughs> No, but too for real, I didn't send that. But at the same time, you're looking for that from me. And when I don't give it to you, now I'm a bad person. Now I'm racking up scores and against me and strikes against me. And I ain't even know. Got it. So. You know, so communication is big and like a healthy friendship. Got it. So you can identify that there were times where things were not communicated and then mm-hmm. our needs weren't met or mm-hmm. our expectations weren't met because mm-hmm. there was no communication or yeah. clear communication. Yeah, on both parts. That's a valid point. Yeah. Anything that comes up for you? Yeah, I would say a common theme in my unhealthy relationships is me being the fixer. Mm -hmm. Um, Growing up in church, I adopted this idea that love is transactional, right? Jesus died on the cross Mm -hmm. for my sins. That's love. So Mm -hmm. there was this sacrifice. There's this transaction that has to happen in order for me to get love and receive love. So for me, a lot of my unhealthy relationships were centered around that transaction. What can I do to get you to love me? Mm -hmm. Right. Because my first example was the ultimate sacrifice. And I might not can't I can't top him, but 
I'm educated. I know a little something about something. And how can I help you? Can mm -hmm. I help you fix your credit? Can right. I help you start your business? Can I help you build a relationship with your mother? Can I help you learn your self-worth? You know, it's just very unhealthy, very one-sided because I realize in my unhealthy relationships that it was easy to love me for what I can do. Right. Right. For this transaction. But once the gift stopped giving, mm -hmm. what's left? Right. Yeah, I think that's powerful too. And I think the other thing, that I wanted to bring out too when we talk about healthy relationships and then of course by nature talking about what unhealthy relationships could feel or look like mm -hmm. is this aspect of whenever we're in a, in a dynamic this is my personal belief yeah in a dynamic where it's unhealthy we have to take accountability of that absolutely right? it's, it's not the other person's yes. responsibility mm -hmm. fully right mm -hmm. Um, that we're in this unhealthy dynamic, like what you said. It's mm -hmm. like, if you present, if we're friends and you present just like, I'm a giver, this is what I can do for you and do for you, and that's always been our dynamic. Right. Then you get mad at me because I never give. Whose fault is that? Exactly. That expectation right. was never set. Mm -hmm. Right, and so what I, what I find, and I've been guilty too, is we like to play victim. Yes, baby. This person is unhealthy. This was an unhealthy relationship. They hurt me. And it's like, hold on. Mm -hmm. If we really sit any consenting adult relationship, we we consented to it. Yes. So it worked until it didn't work anymore. Now we're, exactly. now we're pissed off. Now we're pissed off. Exactly. Make it make sense, right? Right. And that person was what you needed at the time that you needed it too, right? So maybe there was a time that you felt like you couldn't take care of anybody and you were spiraling or whatever and you were looking for that caretaker. You are what you attract to a certain degree. Correct. So if you're giving off that caretaker personality and everybody's coming to you and they're like, oh, you're so easy to talk to because you're putting yourself available. Mm -hmm. If you make yourself available for everyone to talk to, then everyone's going to take from you. Now nobody's filling your cup and then we mad. We can't be mad. We got to mm. make a struggle. We cannot have both. Absolutely. You know, it just is what it is. Absolutely. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast on my way here, actually. I'm Nedja Tawab. Shout out to Nedja Tawab. I love her. Who is a licensed therapist, super dope person. I love her. And she, in, in the podcast, it was talking about friendships. And she mm -hmm. was like, you know, there's so many different conversations about how to be, how to date, you mm -hmm. know, or marriage. But we don't have enough conversations about friendships. Yeah or our relationships with family. And she was talking about uh, alluding to that an unhealthy dynamic is when we just like ghost people. It's an yeah. unhealthy relationship. Some people are sure. like, that's just who I am. Right. That's just, mm -hmm. I'm just that type of person. Like mm -hmm. when I go through, I'm, I'm, I, you, you'll hear from me when I come back. How's that helpful to me if we're building a, if we have a relationship, when I right. come back. How's that helpful? Mm -hmm. Right? So I'm supposed to just not care about you. What about my anxiety? The fact yeah. that I have things to share? Like, yeah. this is a partnership. So you mm -hmm. don't get to just walk in and out of my life mm -hmm. when you're okay. Yeah. Like, that's not that's not healthy. Mm -hmm. I want to be shooting in the gym with you as well as, you know, it, 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 in, in your trenches. low place as well, in the yeah. trenches. Yeah. So I, t to me, when I think about unhealthy relationships, it was those moments where the people who I considered friends, they excluded me from certain aspects of their life. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, let me in. Like, I just want to be supportive. And they're right. like, no, that's just who I am. Mm -hmm. And I always wondered, like, why do I feel like a second class citizen? Like when it comes to friendships, like mm -hmm. whether it's a new person that they were dating or they were going through something and I don't hear from them. Mm -hmm. And then when stuff is better then they come back and I'm like it just never sat well with me yeah. mm -hmm. now that I'm older and wiser I understand like yeah it was unhealthy it's not that's yeah. not a relationship yeah. right right and it's like it's okay right if those people be those people they're just not 
healthy for my life. Absolutely. Right. That's the piece. So mm -hmm. it's it's like people can be themselves. Yeah. And I think it's really powerful just on this journey that I feel that we're all on doing our own soul work. Mm -hmm. Um you learn more and more that it's okay. Yeah. Right? It's okay to not befriend everybody or to yeah, not amen. be close to everybody. And it yep. doesn't make that person a bad person. There's somebody Absolutely. for everybody. Yeah. Right? Are you going to say something? Go ahead. Okay. I was like, let me let, let me let no, tag you it. Finish it up. Finish it up. Yeah. Finish so up. I, I think um, <laughs> at the baseline of it is it's very powerful knowing that we have the power to choose our relationships. Mm -hmm. Family and all. Right. And I, I always say, like, I love this, like, newer generation because they're like, yeah, you my dad, but I don't like you, bro. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to love you because people tell me I'm supposed to. Like, you're the reason why I'm here life-wise and genetics. But, like, nah, I'm not going to deal with you, right? They set boundaries with their parents. And I think a lot of times, like, the different other generations, even from ours, are still like, oh, that's family. That's, like, you're whatever. Yep. Like, you're supposed to talk to them. But, like... Think about it. We come back to friendships. We don't need to talk to anybody that we don't want to talk to. And if we've outgrown that person, we can outgrow that person. I think the issue is us trying to bring friendships from the past into the present and they don't belong there. Yeah. And, and here, here's the caveat, too. It's not the people. It's the relationship. Yep. Right. And I, just, this yeah. is the thing that sometimes I think we get misconstrued is mm -hmm. the friendship is the relationship mm -hmm. or the problematic concern is the behavior it's not yeah. the person so absolutely sometimes yeah, mm -hmm. it's we can bring this person i can bring trina into my into my life in in this new season but that dynamic is unhealthy so we right. have to fix that dynamic we have to change up. Great. does that make sense it because makes, mm -hmm. perfect sense yeah go ahead yeah because yeah, i was gonna say just to piggyback right on what you were saying is like i think sometimes the term unhealthy relationships can be a compass yes um, and the reason why I say a compass is I can think about Shar and I's dynamic. And there was a point where we we fell out or whatever terms y'all want to use. Mm -hmm. And at the basis, no one, I always tell my clients, no one goes out and say, hey, look at Kima. She's a pretty black woman that I want to love, although she is batshit crazy. Mm -hmm. She do this and do that. Mm -hmm. No, no one chooses relationships it's like true. that. No, oh, look at that fine young man. Sorry. He don't pay his bills. His, <laughs> stay with his mama. Right. He beat on women. I Let me want pick him. him. You know what? That's my man. That's him. That's no, him. it doesn't start <laughs> like point. that. So I think sometimes getting to a place of recognizing that you're in an unhealthy relationship mm -hmm. is a compass. Mm -hmm. Do we need to re-talk about what our friendship looked like? Do right. we need to heal in some areas? Mm -hmm. Because Shara and I dynamic started at church. It was a very spiritual connection. Mm -hmm. But when the rubber hit the road and we had to be humans, mm -hmm. we didn't know what to do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And we fell out because we had that transactional love. We yeah. had that, you know, Jesus paid it all. Mm -hmm. um, so again, I think it's a compass. Yeah, absolutely. And that compass can take you anywhere. That, Like I said, the compass can be lifelong and some compasses just take us to the destination. It was a great ride. On to the next one. And I think, I'm, thank you for sharing. I think the other thing about healthy relationships versus unhealthy relationships, which is the relationship, it's the ship, mm -hmm. is that our ego, man, and I think that we are unhealthy. Yep. It. What makes a relationship? Two people, what we said, two, 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 two or more parties mm -hmm. intentionally, right? right? And so what makes a relationship unhealthy, one or two 
parties mm -hmm. being unhealthy. Right. So if we are having issues and it's my um, my ego is hurt, mm -hmm. um, I don't know how to express myself in conflict. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to apologize. Mm -hmm. I can't be accountable. Mm -hmm. Then this dynamic is going to be impacted. And I firmly believe that if we're not good at friendships, any other relationship we have is going to be un unhealthy to a certain Facts. degree yeah. or at a certain time Facts. because it's, it's foundational. And so really when we talk about healthy versus unhealthy relationships, we're really talking about, are we healthy? Um, and can we identify when a dynamic is no longer helpful or healthy and mm -hmm. what are we going to do about it? Yeah. Yes. If that makes sense. And pride is a big thing. Ego and pride, you know, hand in hand, right? Because, Yes, my ego is like, okay, am I willing to recognize that I did something wrong, whatever, or I'm not wrong, whatever. But the pride is, I'm wrong, but I ain't saying nothing. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm wrong, and I know I'm wrong, but they have to call me first. Yes. I always call first, so they got to call me the first. The always and never. The always and never. <laughs> that pride and ego, hand in hand. Yeah. And we have to take that away. We have to take that away in order for us to be able to make connections because we can't say, oh, all my friendships are the same. That's why I don't talk to nobody. Sis, what's the common denominator? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sir, what's the common denominator? <laughs> you. Okay, so we got to look at ourselves. And if, and, and that's why I always say, like, I used to get defensive when people used to be like, you, 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 because it's like, okay, I'm big. You, Trina, you can ask Trina. I'm always, and I used to say this in like treatment centers and everything. Always, I used to tell clients, I'm just this is an always thing. I would always say, bro, I ain't she shit. Ain't budget on that one. I ain't shit. I ain't shit. Yeah, I ain't never gonna be shit. Like, <laughs> like I know I have flaws. I know I'm an imperfect person. I know there's times my reaction and communication to something is gonna be off base. Check me. Mm. Yeah. Check me. When you check me, I'm able to learn. Right. But mm -hmm. if you're just like you, 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 OK, bro, like I said four things in a row and you ain't checked me on now one of them. And now you want to tell me you, 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 where was your pro where was your, your self-confidence, self-awareness? Where was your communication skills to say like, yo, you called me crazy four times and I ain't say nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, I wanted to end at least this go around. Hopefully we can have a part two because mm -hmm. I think there's so much to talk so about. Much. Yeah, I'm so over boiling layers, over, right? Like, right. this and that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it's a hot topic and yeah. it, it relates to every aspect of our lives, every right? Mm -hmm. Um, We all are single and dating mm -hmm. or, yes. you know, available. Shoot your shot. I'm just right. playing. Don't. don't. Or not. <laughs> my bad. I forgot where we were. My like bad. My bad. My bad. Naturalease.gmail.com. <laughs> Period. That's hilarious. Um, Trina Sharakima. Yeah, that's right. Everybody. I mean, any opportunity you got to take, you know. <laughs> Team, shoot your shot. But um, when it comes to dating, uh, what does a healthy relationship, a dating relationship look like for you, Trina? Hmm. Uh, first, establishing what we're doing, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's very important for both parties to put out there what they're looking for mm -hmm. and what we're doing in this dynamic, right? right? Uh, what you're looking for, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. But what we're doing is, are we, hey, I know Shara, she she taught me this. She's like, yeah, I went on a date. And I told that boy, um, I'm dating other people. 
back. Like she told him that, mm -hmm. and at first I was like, that could be a little bit too much information. But I'm like, no, because at the end of the day, she's feeding that person everything they need to know. If you choose to stay in this, then you understand what we have Consent. going on. Absolutely, mm -hmm. yeah. So I think it's communicating what we what's going on here. I'm dating you, and whoever strikes my interest is the prize, right. you know, like being able to share somebody, share with somebody that that's what's going on because it's very easy to get possessive. Mm -hmm. Ooh, we, yes. I'm going to come to you real quick, right? No, no, we, may have to, we, we may have to bring this to part two because that is it. And that what I find too is word. people are like, okay, so I'm dating, but I don't know what this is. And he, um, was texting some other girl and I felt some type of way but I can't tell him nothing because he's not my man and I'm like so what are y'all mm -hmm. I don't know yeah I'm confused too right and that's yes. why you're confused right. right because we tend to be possessive so if there's not clarity mm -hmm. then do you really have an, uh, a re are you valid in tr valid uh-huh telling him that he can't do certain things mm -hmm. you can feel how you want to feel yeah right but what's the dynamic this person and you are not exclusive you you haven't had any kind of conversation about what this is so mm -hmm. yeah you just gonna have to be hurt i don't mm -hmm. know right so right. i just want to piggyback off of that possessive thing if it's if there's no clarity mm -hmm. then it could be unhealth unhealthy or unhelpful mm -hmm. and to piggyback on that what are you Insider. dating for right if you're dating okay. what are you dating for are you dating for a long-term relationship or are you like let your standards be known mm -hmm. right up front so you know whether or not that person's serious right? okay and i i don't know it's just me i've gotten into a phase where i'm just like everybody on a probationary period <laughs> everybody on a probationary period bro i'm dating you 90 days because you know i i can date other people but there's a limit right it's like i after a while i start forgetting names but like <laughs> but yeah, like about these 90 names. days like Ooh. This is your 90 day probationary period. Yeah. What red flags am I going to see? What green flags am I going to see? How am I going to communicate? How am I going to show up? What is my body telling me? What is my inner child telling me? If every time you leave the house, I feel abandonment, I got to talk to myself and talk to you because what the hell are you doing that triggering that in me? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So in that probationary period, depending on how we heal, communicate and everything else, yeah. I know if I'm taking you to the next round. Hmm. Period. And if you're not going to the next round, I will tell you at the end of 90 days. It's me. It's not you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So setting expectations, mm -hmm. getting clarity, communicating what your needs are, anything else that you can think of, just dating um, when it comes to a healthy dating experience or dating relationships. Boundaries. Boundaries and boundaries. Can I ask a question? It's like a weird question. Maybe, maybe not. Um, about dating and um, boundaries and healthy communication. So we know with dating, there could mm -hmm. be physical touch or intimacy, mm -hmm. right? What do you feel about consent? Do you think that um, having conversations about consent, even whether it's any kind of physical touch, doesn't have to be sexual interactions, mm -hmm. is important with dating to be healthy? What do you think? Yep. I mean, I think it's personal. Okay. Um, it could be helpful. Um, yeah, because some people don't want to be touched or being touched could be a trigger. Mm -hmm. um, I think that there are safe spaces mm -hmm. you know, to touch. And I would hope that most human beings are equipped with that basic knowledge, you know, that there is um, ways to touch people. Mm -hmm. uh, besides that, um, 
I think it's important for the person who may have issues with touch right. to communicate absolutely when it's mm-hmm. re- when they're ready and what are safe spaces for them mm-hmm. at the level of their dynamic. But then that's why they more of the reason why they should speak up. Because if you're not speaking up, how can I make you feel safe? And then if I can't make you feel yeah. safe, now you're labeling me with all the other people that you had a traumatic touching type of relationship experience with you know so that's even more of the reason why we need to start speaking up and saying like it's okay for us to say our needs and our standards and everything up front but it's also okay to be open too we don't have to be rigid right i think that's the big thing a lot of people when we say boundaries everybody's like oh it's like black or white no you there's some things that may be black or white but there's i'm always big on the gray area it's, it's to the point where my clients sick of me when i'm saying gray area <laughs> when they say something i'll be like gray area they'll be like kima i don't got no gray okay <laughs> i don't got no gray society don't got no gray and we just right. not going into gray i said well you just gonna be miserable so pick a struggle <laughs> like, that's hilarious. like my nephew yes or no mommy <laughs> yeah, that's it, that's it. <laughs> like, yes or no yeah <laughs> to the point thank you guys for sharing i remember i had a client a couple years ago who she, she's she's married mm-hmm. but she was talking about um um, intimacy was hard for her even in her relationship because of a past sexual experience um, mm-hmm. trauma and this idea of consent and touch mm-hmm. uh-huh. you know even in marriage and so in essence I think and we'll end here and we'll see you guys in part two mm-hmm. is that I think healthy relationships have a lot of communication yes. Yes. like there there's nothing that you cannot talk about and there's no such thing as too much communication mm-hmm. hey let's talk what's up how do you feel what's mm-hmm. going on there's a song i think nivia's the a singer is there any boys that know how to make a girl feel or something like that mm-hmm. um should i have should i have to tell a dude how to touch me like this idea of like i shouldn't have to tell somebody mm-hmm. that he should do this well everybody mm-hmm. is different yes right. and everybody has their own personal experiences mm-hmm. and traumas and triggers and so let's just talk yep let's just talk and with that being said we'll talk to y'all later all right bye, later, guys. bye.